This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Over Westside, everybody know everybody, right? I got nothing but love in my heart for Westside niggas. Nothing but love. Pink suits with hats to match. Big crocodiles and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Cause niggas know that it's money on what up, though? Shaman man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tim Foyle Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr., Don't Text Me With Your Green Bubbles, a.k.a. Only To Bake My Equals, Everybody Else I Teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me, Mr. If You Don't Like Me, Fight Me, I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? It's your man Dame, three underscores, three one three. The West Side Landlord, the pride of PA. High Chief Dame, don't fuck around. The liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for dame. And if you're speaking on dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. It's the honorable Judge Boss Dame and his bitch all rise. I am a black belt. Hi. <laughs> what? Who's the master? Whoa. <laughs> All right. Show enough. Yo, welcome back. Shop Talk <laughs> Podcast, episode 394. On, On you, hoes. 42, 42, 42, 42, 42. Another opportunity for you to steal some shit from me. <laughs> you talking about that that shit you shared in the group chat? Yeah, it's you feel a, a way about it. Don't I feel you? a way about it because I didn't see a few people trying to steal that thing specifically from me. But these two, who were part of that old group that used to steal, now I know who was actually stealing. The white man. The white man. In real life, I, it really was. It really was. But it just lets me know that I'm better than niggas. Sometimes you got to get on here and talk your shit. You should bring it back. You feel me? I've been thinking about that, too. You should bring it back. I've been thinking about that, too. But sometimes you got to get on the microphone and flex because I'm better than niggas. Um, it is what it is. Hey, make them acknowledge you. You feel me? Because, like, if you study my moves and write my shit down and, and study the game plan and then try to do it for yourself, not quite as good, I might add, it was even a dad joke in that that set that bit up. I know. <laughs> I like, watched it. <laughs> no niggas know that. Hey, <laughs> snuck up on me there. Oh, didn't see. Like I started that shit. I don't know why I did that shit. You know why? What, what? I'll tell you how it happened. The pandemic. I had a fucking dad joke calendar. I bought. Fucking around with my uh, the lady who sit next door. I mean, sit in the next seat to me or whatever, and um. I said a dad joke And she was like That was so cool I'm like nigga I go buy a fucking uh, A dad joke calendar And tell you one Every single day I was like You know what I'm gonna do it right then And I did it So then I just started Reading them bitches On camera And then it became a thing You feel me Yeah Then it became a thing You used to have Like a whole little setup You should go back To doing the dad joke Yeah You know It's a little ego thing for me 
What I mean by that is Like I don't want to be known as the insert that nigga but you, but we kind of already are in some regards. Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen niggas reference me. That's we, the podcast niggas. We, oh yeah, we for show sure podcast niggas. Well, that's okay with me because I kind of, I kind of just laugh at it. I understand the connotation when people say that shit. Like, I had, <laughs> I went on a date a couple weeks ago, and she referred to me as a podcast nigga because, you know, <laughs> she she went through like she reached out to me and then she like found my socials and went through that shit. So like when we went out, she had said something that made me be like, Oh, you listen. Like, like that's why Boy, that's some weird shit, man. Dating somebody to know all your moves or like know your history and they like, Oh yeah, you mean when your uncle said like man, how the fuck Oh, you mentioned it on episode two twenty two. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> like she oh, she had mentioned something from the show. I was like, Well, I mean if you want to talk about it, we can. Yeah. Do you care to be mic'd up? <laughs> <laughs> no, I invited her on. I was like, you know, if you ever want to come through and, you know, voice your opinion, this ain't got to be like a, you know, a one-sided conversation. I would love, I'd love to. I've had a, you know, on Dame After Dark, I've had a few women there that I've dated. Yeah. Uh, I probably had a couple here on this show, too, that I've, you know, dated once or twice in my life. So, I mean, i love to. Man, you know what's interesting? I've seen a, somebody on the internet, uh, I follow, friend of a friend, and I guess they out here a little bit, and um, they be giving advice and doing all the business, this and this, and they had said something about college or some shit, and I had disagreed. Or I'm like, well, you kind of left a piece out. And, like, people on the internet, they be like, should you want to go live with me and talk about it? Yes. I don't think you, I don't... <laughs> I don't think you know what you get into. First of all, I don't think you're smart. That's let's let's start right there. Well, how about I don't think that you're smart, and you maybe think that I'm dumb by what I talk about on this show. But let me don't 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 bring me on your platform and find out shit not what you think it is. Also, I don't have to be right. I can still win this argument. You feel me? Like <laughs> I could be more convincing at whatever my point of view is than you can be, and and if you don't know what I know, or like uh, I think people throw that as a front. Yes, yes, please. Let's let's go live. I'm I'm quicker on my toes than what you think. I have to be <laughs> for a living and to survive where we come from. And if you and if you think like you're gonna get on there and like try and set me up for the okie doke, this can go real dark. Real fucking quick. Yeah. So how about let me ask you this question. So somebody was out there quoting like um stats on like colleges or some matter of fact, I think I can play it so you can you can fully hear for yourself. And I I used to be one of these niggas, but I, I'm not. <laughs> 3% of people who go to college and graduate do not work in the very field that they spent all that time majoring in, then there's something wrong because that means 27% are actually successful. 27 on any test you can think of is failing. It's abject failure, but yet and still, that's the system. So you go in, you're 16, 17 years old, you sign off on student loans that you do not understand, but they won't give you that type of money to go get a car. They won't get you that type of money to start a business. Nope. They won't get you that type of money at 16, 17, 18 years old to go buy a house. Things that could actually help you in some way, shape, or form. Mm. And then you want to talk to me about how the information's out there. Well, we also know the information's out there on not smoking, not drinking, and driving, not being an asshole, not being a rapist. So he said college is a scam. 
um, it's a bad investment and set because only 27 percent of people who graduated from college work in their field. Everybody else is an abject failure. So what I said was uh, I'll read it ver- verbatim. Um, some jobs, no matter the field, will not hire you if you do not have a college degree. Even if you do not work in your field, that degree opens up higher levels of pay for a lot of people. Depending on the field you work in, not having a degree will automatically put you in not having a degree. Where did I go? Da, 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 da. Depending on the field you work in, not having a degree automatically put a cap on your earning potential. I think that part needs to be said as well because just because you don't work in the field doesn't mean that degree that degree failed you. It could have actually been the same thing that saved you okay. i went and applied for jobs in my field that i'm more than qualified for they say you just got to have a degree i don't give a fuck what your degree in you got to have one i don't have a bachelor's degree right so when i went to school it was for electronics and computers i don't work in that field so if i'm in sales or marketing or whatnot i don't have a degree my degree can be in fucking basket weaves we need you to have a bachelor's degree it doesn't mean just because you don't work in the field that you went to school for that college was a scam and you've now you're a failure no that degree opened up a level of pay that i would have not have gotten depending on my field yeah you feel me now there's some jobs that degree or not you're gonna get paid Right. If I'm in the sales or marketing and space, I don't necessarily need a degree degree to do that. Depending on what company you work for, yeah, we need we need one, my G. Like, yeah, you're great on your individual stuff. You want to come work for Apple or Google? Uh, we well, maybe not them two because they've been anti uh, anti degree for a long time. Uh, most, but that was the whole thing, and other people was like uh, chiming in, and it's like, if anything, that's your fault. Who the fuck told you to get the degree and what you got? What you got your degree in? I understand the narrative that he's trying to create. That you a work- nigga with four degrees and who's also a college professor. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, Maji. Like, I'm sure shit worked, shook out a little bit better for you because of your four degrees. It allowed you to be a college professor, which you couldn't have been without a four-year degree. And like, I get it. Entrepreneurship. Everybody can't be an entrepreneur. Somebody has to fucking work. And guess when I hire somebody, I need to know for a fact that you know what you're doing. A lot of y'all are terrible entrepreneurs because you have never worked. You don't know customer service. You don't know sales. You don't know marketing. All you know, you got a little bit of bag. You got a building and you got some inventory and you just hoping that it shake out for the best. And like the product that you sell or the service sometimes. Times, no matter how great your customer service is, how great your product is, it don't generate enough money for you to sustain your lifestyle and another and another person's. That's just how it is. Maybe you need to go work for somebody who has a, a different system or setup. I need benefits. I need this. I need that. Everybody literally impossible for everybody to be a successful entrepreneur it's just not it's not it's not realistic i'll be honest and we've talked about it we had one job that gave us the skills that we needed in order to move around and do everything that we've done ever since that one job was my training space that has propelled me through everything in life big facts like that one job i worked there for a long time then 
it taught me so much stuff that another company would say, hey, I will give you thousands of dollars to come work here. And we trust and believe that you're going to do that. And then based upon that, another company said, hey, I looked at your resume and I know where you worked at. I will give you thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars. I mean, I don't want that's too many thousands. <laughs> but like to come work here and we trust you with blah, blah, blah. Like that's okay. And during that time frame, here's some benefits. Here's some 401k. Here's some employee stock purchasing options. You know what I'm saying? Like that is fine. And guess what? I tell you when you start and when you end. Matter of fact, here go four weeks of vacation. Here go 64 hours of flex time. Here go 32 hours of floating holiday. Take that shit off in your, at, your, at your entrepreneur joint. Can you take off eight weeks at, your, at the job that you run by yourself? Can you take off eight weeks and still get paid? Your business to die. Come on, man. In most cases. Then I, I'm, not, I'm not advocating against entrepreneurship at all. You just got like, If you don't have no basis for that shit, you're just going to be fucked up. I think niggas out here. It's some real slime balls, dog. Because when I got something to sell, aka a class to teach you how to be an entrepreneur, I'm gonna make sure I'm gonna make that shit look like it's the best option available. And everybody run around here shitting on their fucking parents because their parents told them to get a fucking job, go to college, and get a good paying job. Because right now, that is still the best way for black people to acquire wealth is to go to college, get a degree, and go into the workforce. That's just it. Or you'll be out here successfully uh, at Chrysler picketing for your money. Them niggas ain't went back to work yet. I just seen their agreement. Okay. Niggas got hey, what they, they asked for. Congratulations. I ain't hating. Yeah. Niggas got what they asked for and or more. I ain't hating. Yeah. Somebody sent me some secret documents. I'm going to show you this shit. And it's like, nigga, what? Okay. Hope it works out. I do too. Long term. But like I don't I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but I don't think this shit is built for long term. And that's just my personal opinion. Yo. Five years from now the landscape gonna look a little bit different. And this one company and reached a agreement for a hundred and sixty eight percent raise. I don't know if that's gonna work long term. I'm glad that worked. I, I need it to work long term. Because if it don't work long term, the, the state of Michigan that we live in is fucked. It's fucked. Could be. Anywho. Uh, but like, it's, it's not a bad idea for me to go learn more and develop my skill. Going to college allows you to learn something, to get certified in something, so people will give you more money than the person that I don't know if you know it yet. That's why there's a pay band. And you fall somewhere inside of the pay band. I didn't used to be this person, honestly. But I'm like, yo, as I got older and like, yo, this shit just make more sense, dog. And then and then some of it is like, don't go to college and just fuck off all your time. Like, if you go to school and you do get that, you know, basket weaving degree. That's your fault. <laughs> that wasn't a smart decision, my nigga. And the call college is scam. Like I'm open First and foremost You came to me And asked for the money I didn't ask you To come here I may have sent a recruiter You know what I'm saying But like You asked for the money You picked The field that you Wanted to be in You picked your classes You picked them up Dropped them You did all of this shit And the scam is like I just want your money I don't want to help We know 
by like, come on, man, this is not a scam. A college degree is just an exp- it's expensive. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Your mama might got a degree back in 64 for $3,000. It's going to cost you 30000 30, a year. That's just what it is. That's just what it is. So how much you think, of, how much, this is a wild analogy, but we talking about this shit at work uh, earlier today. How much a four-piece nugget at McDonald's? A four-piece? That's like a happy meal. Just the nugget? Just a four-piece nugget. Probably damn near $3. Dog. I remember when we was working at that gig. It was a dollar. We was doing. No, 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 no. <laughs> we was doing mandatory overtime. I was working like in retention. And a 20 piece was like $4, dog. Like, I gained like 20 pounds in that month. <laughs> I ate McDonald's every day. There was, uh, there was a white gentleman that we work with on lunch break. He ordered six 20 pieces. And I watched this motherfucker eat 120 McNuggets. That's crazy. And on the Bible. That's crazy. I watched him eat that shit. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's just, it's just wild. Oh, I don't know how we got there. That was a hell of an intro. But how was your week, my brother? Hey, man. God is great. Thank God for day, man. I made it to see 42 years of life. Uh, I just want to thank everybody who reached out with birthday wishes. Come about eleven forty Halloween, my phone started twerking. Like the the you know you never accepted the um, the share of the post I posted. I did. I thought I did. You did not. So it was only um I got all the notifications for your shit and the shop talk joint did, but like you didn't get all the notifications. So when it was slapping, it would have slapped more. I thought I did. My bad. Hmm. I'm I'm a little technical. Technology slow So but I want to say thank you To everybody that acknowledged my birthday Everybody that reached out uh, The tweets, the texts DMs A couple cash apps that I received From some of the homies I appreciate and love every one of y'all Tomorrow or when you're hearing this It'll be Saturday I'm going to hit Church Hills uh, For some cigars and then hit Fogo for some steaks I'm gonna start moving around About six o'clock So if you're fucking with me Just hit me up I'll give you all the info uh, The more niggas The merrier When we go out to dinner It's not gonna be like how When bitches go to dinner You pay for what the fuck you ate <laughs> And that's it That's it We're not splitting When a $8,000 bill come out We're not splitting this bitch evenly You you pay for what you ate Yeah that's wild That's it I hate restaurants <laughs> Like so, one person will put this shit on the car, and now we supposed to. Hey, yo, cash at me this. Now I gotta take the bill and figure out it. That no. shit is weak as fuck. I hate it. No. Or, like, wh- what is this? Where does this happen at? When bitches go out to Instagrammable places and eat together. Now, what I mean is, like, for the restaurant, sometimes like that's their policy. We don't split bills. Like, why the fuck not? Like, why would just one person pay for ten people's food? Nigga, who says somebody? Who says one person here got it like that? Like, how you know I got that much available in my cart? What if I got four thousand dollars on my cart and it's eight thousand dollars worth of food? I don't mean I'm poor. I just don't got eight thousand dollars on my debit card, my nigga. Right now. I don't want to put four thousand dollars on my card. Yeah, like I just and now it's up to me to figure out what you had and to figure out how much your tax was. When, whenever you and do it like that, somebody always just give me my own fucking bill. This is 2023, by the way. And I'm just saying, like, if y'all at a restaurant and y'all had 30 tables, you could break up 30 bills. Just break this shit up, my niggas. When I'm at the bar, that's exactly what happened. 
this is everybody got something real everybody got a tab work. everybody's got a you tab you walk up like think I see the casino do this shit like when somebody walks up at the crap table they it's an order like I know I know all Gray the sweatshirt. And, like yeah it, and that's on, your man. tab y'all act we, like this the and then somehow, like, if you don't agree with that, like, that means you're poor. Well, bitch, I'm poor. Now what? Oh, you wasn't out. Oh, fuck it. I wasn't raised right. Now what? I never go out to birthday dinners with women for that reason. Because y'all be friends before y'all get there. And then when that bill come out, the, the claws come out. Yeah. Nope. So if you come out tomorrow night, I'm just putting it putting it out there. Pay for what the fuck you eat. Yeah, that shit be crazy. The end. Act like men. Or we can go out in the parking lot and everybody scrap. <laughs> <laughs> we get in the day like that. Everybody scrap. Hey man, but thank God I'm happy to see 42. I some cra- I don't want to say crazy news this week, but like my son hit me up. So he's been in the company of this young, new young lady. All right. And uh they've been going to church together and just like hanging out. That's on the list. It's not a date. It's not a date. <laughs> but he decided to get baptized. Man. So that's happening Sunday. So Yo, this might be the one for him. Maybe. If that woman was he going to church prior to this? I mean, we kind of grew up. I kind of raised the kids in church, but like after he left the house though. Nah, nah, he, like he been living. So that's for me, this is my opinion. Like the sign the sign of sometimes a, a good woman is like they didn't change you, but you wanted to change to be to be a better version of yourself. So, from my understanding, her father is the pastor of this church, also. So he's trying to get in good. You know, they've been spending time. I know on Sundays, like he be going to dinner with them. So I mean, yeah. look, man, man I, I'm, I'm happy that he found the Lord for himself. So we gonna go, uh, go see my baby get baptized, and you yeah. want a film crew? Huh? You want a film crew? Maybe. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. And the water around my camera, <laughs> but uh. Yeah, so that's the other good thing, and I yeah, mean that's amazing. That's a great thing, though. Yeah, I'm not knocking it. I, I I told him I was proud of him. I love that for him. Uh, I feel like religion is a very personal thing. You know, me and your mama could I can take you to church all your life, but until you feel yeah like the the pull to do it on your own, you know, I, I know don't for, count. Yeah, I know for me, like my grandfather was a pastor, so the expectation coming up was like yeah. You know, you're going to get baptized. I remember like one Sunday a deacon coming to grab me to sit me up near the front. And like when they do the call, he was the plan was for him just to kind of like push me up there. Man, my parents, the niggas had me a, a, a to go bag every first Sunday when it was time to do the, the baptism and shit. I'm like, I'm not going to. I didn't tell them this. But like, I'm not going until I'm ready to go. Yeah. So, so my grandmother was still alive and she like peeped that and she was no, that's that's not what we gonna do. But like when I got like about his age, nineteen twenty, I decided to get baptized on my own in my home in the church that I grew up in after my grandfather stopped preaching, and I and I made that decision for myself. So I'm glad to see that he's done the same thing for himself. Man, I was just and we'll thinking, be there to support him. I was just thinking the other day, like man, I ain't been to church in a minute, dog, and um, I don't know how to. F- this gonna sound weird. Like I don't know how to find a new church home. You can come to church with me one Sunday. Like, and I'm just like, man, I'm just I'm just gonna try. No, Dan, I've been to Dan Church a few times where his his children got you know christened and baptized and stuff, and I enjoyed myself when I was there too. I'm like, man, I'm like, I ain't been to church. Art go to church with me. Art, which art? That we used to work with art. Okay, we used to work with two arts. Right. 
Okay. R- he go there. R-, R. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he go there. You know the pastor. I always had questions about that man, dog. He that's just, my boy. I know, but you, but you ain't never had the same questions that I had? In the very beginning when I first met him, yes. But then after like knowing him for like 15 years and seeing certain things, he's absolutely not. Yeah, that's an inhibitor for me. You know okay. what I'm saying? Uh, cool guy and all, but the vibe check, <laughs> vibe check. Did you watch uh, Funny Marco and Kevin Hart? I did. The whole thing, Hilarious. 44 minutes. Dog. Hilarious. Like, <laughs> dog. Hilarious. I'm a fan of Funny Marco, right? I He didn't have like a couple different shows on different YouTube platforms. I'm a fan of him, right? I didn't know how this thing was going to go because before everybody's up to him, uh, is hip to him like he was basically trying to make sure everybody had like the worst interview ever and it's funny watching him go through that but like now it's been a year or two like people know what the you know game what you're is. getting into yeah. so it was like how is this gonna work out and when kev was on there this is my favorite one like i was laughing so much i had to ask myself yo why am i laughing though is this really funny i was worried about how it was gonna be because that shit with g herbo and south side like Went that shit was back. corny as hell. I it, forgot to talk about that on here. That shit was corny as fuck. It was corny of them, but like it just, I didn't know if he was gonna be able to bounce back from that. I mean, he not he don't come off. What's so crazy is that which lasted about a week and a half, and then this like I'm on a run right now. Yeah, but the one with Kevin Hart hilarious. Kevin was so frustrated because like. Like, all right, I thought, I, I know what you do, but I, like, this is... This, I'm Kevin Hart. This, this. <laughs> yeah, I'm Kevin Hart. I and can like, dictate this shit a little <laughs> bit differently, but he couldn't. He couldn't. <laughs> and, w- and what makes Marco's shit funny, too, beyond his interview style, I call it, them edits, them, the long pauses, like, niggas really don't know what to do. Some people have said, oh, whatever that white girl name is, basically stole his style. Now... I only know that she exists because her and Funny Marco did one together. Yeah. Um, and then Drake went on there and a bunch of stuff. But she has that I'm stupid, this dry. I like dry humor. But hers kind of fell off, though. I don't know. She's be, she be she be having like giant people on there. And she's 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 white, white. So we only look when there is black people on there. Yeah. But like, I don't know how. What was it? Takeoff got it. Not takeoff, but uh, Offset. Yeah, I think he went on there. Yeah, and he kind of pushed back on her a little bit, made it a little bit uncomfortable. Uh, but I don't know. Have you? I I end up going to like her TikTok. She's a different person. Like that is a one hundred percent an act on this. I know for sure. And so for I sure. don't know. I have no. I didn't watch it because I'm probably never gonna watch it. But like I don't know what's an act and what's not. Um. Fun. Anyhow, this shit was the Kev, so fucking the funny. Funny Marco and Kevin Hart. That shit was hilarious. Yeah, just plain and simple. That I, shit was hilarious. I was like, yo, when I saw, it, I'm like, 44 minutes. I'm like, oh, this is about to be like a real interview. Yeah. Then I was like, it's no way he sat through this shit for 44 minutes. But then Kev started being Kev too, and yo, this shit was fucking funny. funny, dog. Like, and Kevin Hart is not like the type of nigga you can like easily rattle. And he's such an I don't know him personally. But he just seems like a, such a nice guy. And, like, I'm going to help out the next guy coming up just because. So, like, I can tell he was sticking through it. Like, all right, I'm just I'm just going to stick it. I'm going to stick through it. And 
<laughs> it's just fucking funny, dog. I hope we see some behind the scenes from that shit. I'm sure it's hilarious. Vibe check. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, like what? Um, yeah, that shit is that shit is funny. Yeah. Um 42, 42, 42. I used to think that she was like a year older than me. I'm about a, I'm like six months. It's six months. It's literally yeah, six I'm like months. Six months older than me. Like you I don't know. You're not older. Than, you're not older than me. I'm old enough to like tell you what to do. Well, no one can tell me what to do. Well, anybody can tell me what. I'm to old do. enough to like take my belt off on you. Dang, let's be. Let's, how long would it take you to take your belt off? <laughs> First and foremost, <laughs> like it's me. Like, oh, come, uh, come on, you little whippersnapper. Uh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Uh, Cheyenne yeah. called me 42 dames So like 42 dugs I'm gonna yeah. roll with that For a little bit It's a whole bunch Of them 42 guys Yeah They was in here With a lot of jury One day They, they are deep <laughs> It was like A lot of jury and shit. One thing they don't do Play around <laughs> Fuck around, <laughs> fuck around. <laughs> They don't fuck around Hey uh, It be something Like Something I just don't Fuck with some young, young folks in general, I like. I just don't. I don't want no problems. You know what? I like when these young niggas be rapping and talking crazy, but some of them are actually like, crazy. Yeah, a little touched, a little touched. Did you see when four two got out of prison? Yeah, he was skipping. Like, I didn't like, see him skipping, but he can skip if you want to skip. Okay, <laughs> there's no, there's no problem with skipping. Okay, but if you're from the metro Detroit area, or even if you're not, them little young niggas got a certain. Certain reputation that follows them. What's so funny is and they not, not even young no more. Nah, like they adult adults. Like ten years ago, I can still say some of these people were young, but now y'all done been around seven eight years. Like y'all, y'all past twenty one. Y'all closer to twenty five, twenty. Like y'all adults, adults. Now don't, don't be joking with them niggas when you see them. Nah, if and look. If you a fan, wave and just keep it moving. Don't don't walk up on them with that camera trying to play like. Oh, I seen that video. Jermaine Dupree. When my like man, a, my man tried to play him in the in the mall and shit, and they chased that nigga out the mall. Yeah, he looked. I'm like, oh, you don't know. <laughs> it's a couple rappers. Any, it don't fucking matter. Uh, <laughs> that have been chased out of places. That have been got beat up. Yeah, it don't matter, dog. But like. Yo, I remember when my father, I, I couldn't wait for my father to leave our neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Because, like. It was a lot of shit going on. Or the young niggas was just. young. Like, it's not as crazy then than it was now. But, like, you, you see that turn happening. And my father don't really take no shit, right? So, I'm like, I don't know that you're going to. You can't always react like you was the 35-year-old dad. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, you know, he always carry his gun. Like, he don't. He had a CCW course. He open carry. Like, his shit be just be on his hip. <laughs> Especially if he going in the city. Like, I went over there the other day, and they just, at the crib, this thing. <laughs> we get, I get it honest. You feel me? I feel you. My, uh, my pops was the same way. He had a CCW, but, like, it wasn't like it wasn't known that he was holding. Like, he would all. And my father carried a revolver. He ain't like that. Yeah. You know, Glock or shit like that. Because your father wanted to keep them shells with him. Amen. <laughs> he carried a revolver everywhere he went. All I every know day. Is, all I know is one time when I was younger, I heard my dad and my uncle talking about how to get rid of a gun and what to do with it if something happened. And I don't know why both either one of them know what they know, but I know. Don't even matter. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, but like you can't even really open carry. Like niggas took niggas tried to take the gun off a cop. police officer. I remember that. So I'm like, no, nah, I, I just need you. Open carry is dangerous in the city because yeah. niggas feel like that's their opportunity. Yeah, you know they. Or, I don't. And depending on where you carry is dangerous. Yeah. Uh, whenever I'm somewhere, I look immediately to see if somebody pause somebody printing printing means like you can see where their gun at right yeah um because i just be needing to know who strapped who not and depending on who's in near me like are you able to access my gun you know what i'm saying so i know for me <laughs> i mean i don't want to pause but like i look at hips yeah for sure like because most most you niggas carry on carry around your hips so, i mean i'll be looking to see who got on a I can see the print in that Nike Tech. You know what I'm saying? I can see you got on a hoodie and some and some jeans. I know it's poking out the side. Like I'll be looking for that shit too. Big facts. I remember it was a picture of a uh, little baby and Bum B, and like you can see the the Glock print in uh in, in, in little baby. Uh, he had a Nike hoodie on with the little the little piece in the front. And you can see he was holding the gun and shit. I'm like, shout out to little baby. You know what's crazy? So I went out with a lady friend of mine maybe about two, three weeks ago. Yeah. And, you know, we went out to the spot and had dinner. And while we were sitting at dinner, somebody came up, tapped me on the back, gave me dap and walked out. This was somebody I had open hand smacked maybe about two years ago. I was just out with some of the homies. I had the battery in my back. And like me and this nigga had words before in the past but for some reason i was juiced up that night i was with a bunch of niggas i knew he couldn't do nothing and i smacked a nigga i ran into him about a year later but he had his lady with him and we were at i saw him at somebody that we mutually knew was having an event i wasn't expecting to see him there but i saw him there with his lady i was there the nigga avoided me the whole time but, you know, why the fuck would he come up speaking to me when the last time he saw me, my energy was hella aggressive. So this last time I saw the nigga, when we went to the restaurant. My back was to him the whole time. I didn't see I didn't see him when we came in, like who I was with was facing him. But I, you know, like I said, I came in, sat down, didn't peep who was sitting behind me. Nigga was there the whole time. And like. If he could have That's some scary shit He could have come up Behind me with a bottle uh, He got you lacking Yeah He he would have And when he came by And I made Eye contact And I saw who it was Like my first reaction Was like Oh It's up But like his reaction Was just like Nah It's not It's, it's peace He dapped me up Said what's up Left up out of there And <laughs> In real life That's grace it is. You know, because like I get you in a vulnerable position and I could take advantage. He could have. Yeah. He could have. I'm with my guard down. I'm cackling and kikiing with a big booty and he behind me the whole. I'm in a restaurant at least an hour, hour and a half. He behind me the whole time. It would have been shit for him to call. Like this could have been his night where he called his homies up. Man, it's weird too, man, because we've been potting for seven years. You know what I'm saying? We've been putting videos up with our faces for seven years. So, like, when you go out to some place, there's somebody in there that knows, especially, like, locally. Yeah. It didn't just be on social media. Like, I see people from social media that I don't know or don't follow all the time and know who they are. Right. Like, 
somebody <laughs> depending on what you say on the pie or what somebody they say like people like people know who you are or know who we are and can take advantage yeah and that's why I don't, you not i don't be outside <laughs> i be outside but guess what i'll be strapped too i'll be strapped too and i don't want to go to jail so you know everybody know i care but like i'm not i'm not starting shit with nobody no, but I'm just I was Cause just, I, I I'm not cut out to be in prison. So I avoid the mess. Cause You don't want no grown man stroking your face? Man, I seen a, <laughs> a, that big black dude with that white dude, he had them all like this and kept slapping in it. I, I'm not really cut out for that shit. So I'm under I'm not going. Y'all do with that information as you wish. <laughs> I know somebody personally. That just got out from like a 12 year bid. And I'm 41 years old. Like. You be a victim. I'm not going to be no victim. I'll turn to a monster. <laughs> like first day biting ears and face off. Like I would have to turn into a monster. Like. Because mm. like I'm like I, I'm just, I don't want to be that person. You got to click up as soon as you get in there. You got to find you a gang or a click as soon as you walk in. Yeah. Like in long. Where the Muslims at? <laughs> I be watching these jail niggas from the got YouTube pages and shit here in Michigan. And they be explaining different shit, man. It's a different, one like, well, legitimately, like it's a different world and different rules. And like that's some shit I don't want to do. Where the Muslims at? So I avoid conflict because I don't want no problems. You feel me? I just don't. You know, I one thing I said in my old age, <laughs> I I won't talk about it on air. But, like, there was some shit that came up this weekend or that came up this week of my birthday that I had the opportunity to, like, indulge in. And it was just such a headache to make the ends meet. And I just decided, you know what, my nigga, I don't even want to no more. And at 42, I've decided there's a bunch of shit I don't want to do no more. Big fact. And I'm just not going to do it. Not doing it. I'm just not going to do it. It's a bunch of people I'll never want to see again. And you'll never see me unless you catch me out in the streets. It's a bunch of shit that I'm not doing no more. And it's just like, ain't no hate. I don't wish you no discourse. I just don't want to. And I'm not going to. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> nigga, I've been off since Wednesday. Thursday, I slept 14 hours, my nigga. That must be nice. I slept 14 fucking hours. Hey, I'm off this weekend. I got like a week off next week, too. I got work like one day next week. But after that, I, I, I one, I got to do some shit around the crib. Uh, did I ever tell you? So a couple weeks ago, did I ever tell you about the barrel I bought? I remember you buying this barrel. Yeah, yes. I don't know if I mentioned it on the pod and shit, right? I so, remember you buy. It was like twenty bucks or something. Yeah, I remember you buying the. Oh, I might have mentioned that shit on the pod. Fifty-five gallon metal drum, and then I had it was plastic or something when you first bought it. Well, I bought one online before that I thought was the right one, but they shipped it to me and it was plastic. Um, so last week, two weeks, catching rainwater or something. No, I wanted to burn like some leaves and cardboard and wood. I got trees and shit that that fall and branches and shit. So a couple of weeks ago, um I met up with somebody on Facebook Marketplace. I met at some abandoned factory in Hamtramck. <laughs> like a drug deal. Yeah, I told Ashley and Jenny like y'all niggas watch my location and shit right now. I was strapped, but like 
black dude showed up and I was kind of like semi okay. An older black guy, I was like, I felt like semi okay, but I could tell that he was afraid of me too. <laughs> That's fine. As long as we have a healthy fear of each other, it's okay. Yeah. So then. Because you're I, not going to try no shit and I ain't going to try no shit. So I got it, but I realized it was a fucking lid on there. Like the, the metal lid on there. I'm like, fuck it. I, I, I'm going to get it anyway. Because like, I was always waiting to, to see when I'm off available. Do my dad got his truck? Do I call Dave so I can use his truck? Or like, it's just a lot. Do I want to go rent a U-Haul and then like it costs more money for the U-Haul? Then it was a whole bunch of different shit. So one, I'm like, you know, I'm throw that bitch in the car. Got me a tarp. You know what I'm saying? Boom. Long story short, got back to the crib. I'm thinking like, now how I'm gonna get this motherfucker open? Because it's not like a, 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 a it's just it's completely sealed. Yeah, I know what you're talking. So I went on Google. I mean, on YouTube, YouTube University. And to see how to get that bitch off It's either an angle grinder And like I'm like nah Or a, a chisel and a fucking mallet Take, I call my dad like yo You got a chisel and a mallet <laughs> I text him first Like yo you got a chisel and a mallet He's like what you <laughs> then, what I, you then I sent him a video Like I'm trying to do this Boom went over there and Then I I just chisel and mallet that motherfucker. That's funny. He got one depending on your answer. Hey, yeah, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> depending on what the fuck you're trying to do, I might have one. I had, yeah, uh, mallet had like four or five different chisels. You feel me? So, finally got a hole in that motherfucker, and then I just doom, 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 all the way around. Took me about an hour. Um, arms were strong as Popeyes the next day. You feel me? All that to say, this week, I had some time off. Well, I only had like a day off and during the week, so I, I got some leaves. Uh, well, let me let me let me slow down and go back. That day, I burned all of the cardboard that I have been saving in boxes and shit that I've been saving, even at the at my back door in my garage or my basement that I've been waiting to burn the last two or three years. Um, different sticks and twigs and tree branches to burn the last couple of years. Now. The can that I had, the gallon, it used to hold canola oil or some shit in that one. <laughs> so once I got it, it was still some remnants. So I had to got the the water hose out. Yeah. But I rolled over my roller hose with my car a lot, so water was shooting everywhere out the hose. So then I had to run to the fucking Echo to get a fucking water hose, a new water hose. Then come to spray the shit out, dim, empty it out, take that bitch in the backyard. Throw some twigs and leaves and cardboard and that bitch and start the fire. Fire was really hot. <laughs> okay. The fire was really hot. It burned off all the fucking oil. I'm sure it did. Yeah. So this week, I uh, got some leaves together and shit. And I put two of them big ass bags in there. Threw some sticks and got that bitch lighting. This was a probably like. Why, two, why did you want to burn this shit yourself? Who else going to burn it? I don't know. You ain't got a bulk day, my nigga. Yeah, well, certain things I also don't want to put out in the front of my house. Like, oh, shit, you just bought an 85-inch television. Uh, I'm not putting that box out there. I mean, you got 10 of them. I do not. <laughs> um, or or whatnot. So, burn that shit. So, I throw that motherfucker in there. It's about 2, 3 o'clock. Fam, you know that motherfucker burned until like 4 o'clock in the morning, dog? Your neighbors, they call the police? No. So, like, after, like, the, the giant flames... Left, you know what I'm saying, a high flame. Like a campfire. Yeah, and it was just in there bubbling. And you know, I guess because or or roasting. <laughs> and um some of the leaves be damp, you know what I'm saying? So it, it And that metal drum gonna hold heat differently. Yeah, so. I thought 
I thought it was done. <laughs> I like I left and went to the crib and shit. I think I went to the studio. I came back. That shit and that night, it was like eleven o'clock. I'm like, man, that shit's still going. That should have burnt your fucking house down. No, that shit in the backyard. It's 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 in, it's in a safe spot. Okay. Um, and it's just a it's a just slow smoking. It wasn't like giant flames and shit. So the dog. Had to get up and use the bathroom like four o'clock in the morning. He was pacing way too much. I'm like, I know that fucking that fucking pace. Let me yeah. take your ass out. And I went out. The shit was still smoking. And then when he officially got up at six o'clock in the morning, I went out there and shit. The shit was it's done. finally over. Yeah. So when I looked in the looked in there when it's still light outside when I'm about to go to work, it was just ashes in there. I'm like, yo, it took a minute, but that shit really worked. So now you don't want to go dark this winter. What you can do It's a lot of heat That come out that motherfucker You yeah. feel me So uh That was my That was my weekend Okay Yeah I just slept <laughs> Thursday Like yesterday my nigga I slept all day I watched the burial twice Burial was good man We did a review on On this week in culture So I, start, I started to I started to listen To this week in culture And Rob was really adamant About you need to watch the movie Before you listen to the pod And then I went back And watched the movie Movie was Fucking amazing Yeah it was really good Fucking amazing Yeah it was really good Um Alright this week Man there's two things I want to talk about this week Alright That was in the culture And Bubbling Around the socials And shit And One of them was Joe Smith Um And his wife Um Apparently She There was a video that posted on the internet of her showing his reaction to finding out that she had an OnlyFans page. She had his OnlyFans account for like a year, year and a half. He did not know. Now, the house that they're in is rather large. I will point that out. Um, but she made it seem like I've been asking you for help or nothing's getting done. She tried to... It, it seemed like they were having financial difficulties. I mean, it's it's been pretty... Pretty well publicized Joe Smith has had some financial difficulties I don't know I don't yeah. He played in the league from 95 to 2011 um, I think he made like 68 million or some shit um, In his career Which don't sound like a lot now It does <laughs> 68 million is a lot But like now People getting two three hundred million dollar contracts You feel me but, Yeah um, Two three hundred thousand I mean two three Hundred million, million dollar yeah. So I, the question arose for me is: Is that cheating? Like, do you would you consider because like the person that you you married to is showing her private parts to other men on the internet without your knowledge I for could, money. I always felt like, you know, when you start doing shit that you don't necessarily want your partner to find out or know about, you can probably put that in the bucket of cheating. Yeah. Because, like, we had an agreement and you, I thought we had an agreement. But in the video, she was like, You're, you you know about my past or you know when you met me or such and such. She was like, yeah, but that was then. Like, they've been married for a long time. She did por- She did a porn. Oh yeah, we was talking about this before. The, uh, she did like a scene. They talking about she a porno star, bitch. You is not a. You a person who fucked on the internet and it's on the internet. 
she was probably in a porn video or two, but like and to I call her a porn star is a stretch. Pinky is a porn star, right? Uh, Cherokee is a porn star. The Mia Khalifa girl, uh, though I don't like her, she's a porn star. Like these are like that's like saying the nineteenth man on a bench is an NBA star. No, he. There's not even a 19 spots, but like you better than me. Yeah, <laughs> you feel me? But like you're not a porn star. You you somebody on the internet that's got caught fu- that that's fucking on the internet on tape. And uh, quiet is kept. Some of y'all, y'all phones got leaked. You're a porn star too. Yeah, everybody who has a sex tape leak or get placed on the internet is not a fucking star. Nah, because there's no star treatment. <laughs> no, it's not. There's no star treatment. Um. We was in a group chat, and I think, uh, I don't know, Shane said I don't, she don't think it's cheating, but it's betrayal. I think cheating is betrayal. Yeah. Because, like. It is. I know, and I understand that I don't own nobody. People can do whatever they want with their bodies, the whole nine yards. Right? But I feel betrayed if you did that. You made your own decision, but you felt the need to keep that a secret from me. You didn't give me an option to say, this is what I'm doing. You can either like it or not. You did it behind my back. And betrayal can look a lot of different ways. Yeah. I mean, this is this is one. We talked about the examples last week of like financial betrayal. I know <laughs> I don't know if I would call this necessarily betrayal, but I have somebody that's a that's a good friend of mine. Yeah. And few years ago they lost their uh they lost their father Hmm. and in the losing of their father he was you know helping his mother get her affairs in order and you know he was like you know mom i want you to come live with me i want you to it's a big ass house for you to be in by yourself he's like the oldest of two yeah uh he's like you know i want you to live with yourself his younger sibling is more or less like a bachelor you know living in a nice little condo but it's not a fish he a family man so he was trying to help, like, mom get her shit in order. Come to find out, they had, like, a family business back in the day. And his dad sold the family business and retired. He thought that the family business sold for a certain amount. They go looking through the financials to help mom. Come to find out his parents, like, are sitting on, like, a couple million. Now, he, the father was sitting on a million and the mom and the rest of the family didn't know, or mom and the son, mom and father both know. Mom and dad knew. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like they knew they, because he was like his mom was like really kind of pushing back. Like, nah, I don't want to come live with you. You know, I I'm, I feel like I'm independent. I don't need to come stay Man. with you. Now this is a tricky one for me because I'm the parents, and this may this none of your business. But he was like he felt like. He felt betrayed, and this is where I get it. And this is where, like, my uh, it's not your business kind of came in. He was like, you know, him and his wife were going through some financial struggles. He had reached out to his parents for help, mm. and they was like, "That's what I was going to ask." We can't. We ain't got it. We can't do it. And he just kind of like took it on the chin and figured it out. How old was his father when his pops passed? He probably like late seventies, early eighties, older gentleman. Mm. You know, older. And they both was retired? Yeah, him and his mom been retired. So, man, it's a tough thing because, like, 
maybe I didn't give you the money because I don't know how long I'm gonna live and I don't have another income. Like this got to last me forever. It got to last me and your mom forever. I don't know that you ever gonna get enough money to pay me back. So I'm literally, I'm giving you every. If I say I got a million dollars, or I don't know, it's probably not millions now. It could be seven hundred thousand dollars. Could be eight hundred thousand. I don't know. So, so at this time, and I'll, I don't want to give away too much information. He passed in like let's say the last five years. Yeah. At the time, there were still millions. Man. In the bank. Man, that's or tough. Or m- between assets, you know, stock, bank, like. I'm gonna just throw a ballpark figure. Let's just say it was ten million. That's that's tough. And he was like, you know, I was like fucked up, and he wouldn't help. He figured it out though, right? He did, and I'm just like, you can't. That's day money. Like as much as you may need the help, you can't tell somebody else how to spend their money. My mother or my father ain't never told me how much they made. I don't know how much they made. Yeah. Neither do I. And I'm never going to ask because it's, it's, that's my parents. I can ask a stranger how much you make at this job. I'm never asking my, that's not my business. It's not my place. They always going to be above, in my, how I was raised and uh, the culture of my family, they always going to be above me. And there's certain things I'm just not going to have an answer to. So I'm just saying like betrayal can look different on different fronts. Now betrayal but- could be. I got X amount of dollars. I tell my wife I don't got it. And then give my parents millions of dollars or, you know, what I'm saying my wife got now it'd be a betrayal if you went to your parents who millionaires asking for something. They look you dead in your eyes, say they can't do it. I can't afford it. And then take care of your brother. With the money that you don't have to give to me. Yeah. Like I would, I would feel betrayed. You would, but again, you can't tell somebody how to. Big facts. And when I look at this betrayal, I feel like the OnlyFans is a little bit more on the cheating aspect because you are. I hate this. You know, I, I don't believe like relationships is not ownership. You don't own a person, but you do believe to some regards that your spouse's body is sacred and is only seen. In certain circumstances, by you. That's the agreement that we took when we got married. That's we 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 entered into agreement. But also, Joe, like you don't got no money. I don't know how much money you got. So when I look at this article online, they say that they was bringing in about one hundred thirty three thousand dollars yearly as a couple. <sighs> And not working, probably in a house that's paid off, or maybe the house paid off, maybe the house ain't not. But like, if I don't go to work, like Joe Smith don't got a fucking job, right? <laughs> like he he doesn't work at the local Piggly Wiggly, so whatever he's doing is probably from investments or something like that. If my house, I'm a, I haven't played in the NBA in damn near twenty years. So the the article infers not twenty. 15. Probably about 10, 10, 15. The article infers that, like, the majority of his money is gone. Bad investments, you know, yeah. giving money to friends, shit like that. So, Family, wives. So maybe he's sitting on a couple million, but it's not, you know, it's not a not a ton of money. This money got to last me the rest of my life. Yeah. The rest of our lives. 
And I'm just like, how much her OnlyFans bringing in? Nah, she. I saw her on an interview, and she was like, they was like, how long have you had the OnlyFans? She was like, about a year, year and a half. He was like, like what? How? She's like, it's in my bio, on my my um on my socials. He was like, that's. What, he, she said something to the fact that that's that what was you entertaining get. somebody else, and the other lady found the. Uh, I hear this part. Yeah, that Joe allegedly had been entertaining another woman, and the other woman was going through her socials, found the only fan shit, and sent it to Joe. Mm, that's interesting. She was like, "That's what you get for not paying attention to your wife, because you didn't know that this was there for our, I mean, for a year, year and a half." Now, I didn't been in relationships with women. Um, that I follow on social media I don't go to their fucking bio What am I going to your bio for every Paying day Paying attention to you and Checking their <laughs> social media When like at 41 I'm not into that That nigga like 51 at least he, I just don't th- Those two don't correlate for me Yeah It just doesn't And why you record his reaction to put on the internet For content Because content is king That's fucked up Content is king That shit fucked a up A reaction video That's a lot of likes that's fucked up, man. That's just that's just don't do me like that. Reaction videos worth a lot of likes. Don't do me like that. Apparently, he didn't left and he he probably staying with his sister or some shit. You just go back home. She girl. was on TMZ, fielding interviews. And also, girl, you I can tell that you were attractive when you're younger. You're younger. I know. Them titties still sit nice. Um, you she's still fairly attractive now, but you look old. You look like a a forty to fifty year old. I won't even say forty because I'm forty. And you don't look like you in my class. Like, you could be 50 years old. You know what was was something that's very difficult for people who find it hard to let that youth go? And I don't want to say that, like, that's just synonymous for women because I definitely see it in older older niggas that I know. That, like, dog, sometimes you, like. I'll tell you who I see this the most with that's more, as far as popular people, rappers. Y'all act like y'all like this weak ass music because it comes from kids who are younger than you and you want to be revered and like, yo, uncle and such, such. You know you don't like this shit. This shit weak. And y'all collaborations don't sound good together. They sound off. I know for me, I had a very, I don't want to say a startling moment, but like I remember like being out and looking at my oldest son and seeing how women were reacting to him at 20 was how women used to react to me at 20. I don't look like that no more. You know, I don't have a head full of hair. I ain't, you know, he kind of stocky, you know, he well-mannered, straight-ass teeth. Like, I'm not that no more. Like, do I feel like... I'm not that no more. Do I feel like I'm handsome? Yeah, but I'm handsome for a 40-plus-year-old man. Like, it's a big difference between how I look and how he look at 20. And I'm not trying to relive what he going through. You know, I want him to have it. Have fun. Do all the shit that you want to do. Because, my nigga, I did it. I did it. And I'm cool with being a little gray, with being a little slow. You know, my bones ache some days when I get up. And I'm fine with that. That's more of uh, the particular health issue that you have versus your age. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I mean, nigga, even you in your 40s, like, nigga, your body. I'm re- spry. Okay, motherfucker. Fast. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't seen you run 10 steps. 
You should you should see me every day I uh, finish this week in culture after I drink a big gulp. Nigga, I run through that motherfucker yeah. hallway to that bathroom so quick. Like every time that motherfucking camera go up, I take a, a it's a full sprint to that fucking bathroom down there. And sometimes I'll be like, can I can, it's a long, walk, can you make it home? No, it's a oh. long hallway. I'd be like, yo, I wonder I wonder what my top speed is still. So I, I do it off because <laughs> I, I need to know that I can still get the fuck away from the police or a dog or some shit. So yeah. Nigga, dog ran up on me this week. I was completely oblivious. Yeah. Completely oblivious. I can't when I walk the dog, I usually have my AirPods on, listen to music, but I can never really get fully immersed in the music because I always need to be fucking aware. Because the noise canceling the shit, it literally would just be you and the music. But I, 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 I always feel like somebody's about to walk up on me, ride by me, or something's gonna happen. So I can't never fully immerse myself in the music. I was leaving out the house to to like pick the kids up from school, pick the kids up to take them to school. I'm lollygagging. I'm talking on my phone. Got my keys in one hand. Nigga, I turn around, dog, at the steps. <laughs> and you, you've been to my house. It's three steps between me and <laughs> me and the concrete. Dog at the steps. Me and this nigga look, me and this nigga ice grilling each other. I don't have nothing. I don't have nothing. I have <laughs> nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nigga, it was just a stare down. Like the dog advanced the step. I took two. And we just standing there. Yeah, you 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 get a you stump at a dog. You got about four seconds. <laughs> you feel me? Because for him to figure out the scene, because like yo, he stepped at me, but he didn't come and try to attack. So I think this nigga may be bluffing. And then here he come. Like that one time that dog, the, my next door neighbor at the time, uh, um. Rottweiler ran up on me on the porch. I got a marine camera yeah, and, shit, I and I was shit. stuck in between the door. I'm like, oh shit! <laughs> like, ah. Uh, I yeah. said in my mind, I'm gonna I'm choke this dog with my bare motherfucking hands. One hundred percent. I'm gonna choke this dog with two fucking hands. I'm a. I will. I will choke you to death. I will. I will suffocate this fucking dog. But that nigga just ran off. But in my mind, I was like, this nigga run up on this porch. Nigga, I'm a professional headlocker. You feel me? Professional Professional. Professional. When I was younger, I couldn't beat my brother. Only thing I had to do was put him in a headlock while he got me. That's the only thing that's going to ever save me. Dwayne, to, tearing your ribs up. <laughs> I'm, I'm never going to let this <laughs> headlock go. <laughs> if we, when we, once we fall to the ground, now you can't punch me. And I'm just going to I'm just on top of you. Till somebody Til mom and dad get home. <laughs> somebody Til mom and dad get home. <laughs> Till somebody come and get us I am a professional headlocker I will put that fucking dog in a headlock Until I see an adult that can keep him away from me This is where we gonna be We gonna we working out a peace treaty right now <laughs> Like yo I was very very skinny as a kid You That's feel me funny. like like sharp elbow skinny Has Dwayne yeah. always been like The stockier of the two Yeah okay He always had some size to him and shit I was the exact opposite That is hilarious My mama used to call me her little Somalian I used to be able to suck my Mommy that's such a My my, my stomach in And like you can see my like rib cages and shit I used to be really skinny Do that trick baby Boy I used to be really really skinny I didn't uh, didn't pick up no weight until Like around like 21, 22 I picked up like regular weight I got like fat in 2008 You know what I'm saying Like you living with a woman? I was Better do it You know what I'm saying And eating over time I I gained like 20 pounds in like a month and a half um, Eating McDonald's (laughs) And then I watched that movie Super Size Me I'm like nigga I did this shit by mistake 
Yeah. But we was on mandatory overtime working 10 hours a week. And they had 20 McNuggets for like $4. It's a deal. <laughs> so get there in the morning. I mean, get there 11 o'clock and leave at like 10 o'clock. Anywho. Um, That's the deal. That shit is betrayal, man. It, it, like... I think it was uh, Jada Kiss. Like, if you from the hood, betrayal was worse than death. death. Yeah, man, that I could, that shit will fuck with you. You can be over a situation like you had a relationship with somebody, right? I'm over the woman, I'm over the man, or whoever it was. But you're not over that situation. That situation can hunt you because that betrayal in the relationship, it, it, and it, it can it can ruin you because now how do you trust somebody? You 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 know you're supposed to, right? But you think, but now you're questioning everything. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's hard. It's hard to move past that point. It's, it's hard to move past. It's one of them Pandora box things. Like, damn, I never thought a motherfucker who was this down for me would, uh, could lie to me, right? So now the next person who you would normally think is down for you, be like, but yeah, but the last one did. Or if you stay with that person, now you're questioning everything. Yeah, it's over. Betrayal is tough, man. It's over. And your friends can betray you. It don't even got to be like. Sexual no shit like that Like your friends Can betray you Your your your, your job Can betray you Loved ones Can betray you Um, I felt uh, Friends betrayed me And try to hook My girlfriend up With one of their friends Like a friend a, a lady A friend of mine Literally Tried to help One of her homeboys Get on my girlfriend In high school That shit hurt me To the core Cause like nigga We used to walk home From school together Like from Cody all the way like Warren and Evergreen. I mean, yeah. And I would I would pass Joy Road to take to walk to the retirement. Like yeah. cause it was legitimately not like I want to get on. Like, you know, this is my friend. And then turned, I'm like, yo, I that fucked me up. No, I feel you. Senior year. You about to fuck up prom. You about to fuck everything up for me. Betrayal is a motherfucker. Joe, if you can't get over the I want to say if you can't get over it, leave. But like, nigga, if she the breadwinner, she didn't pay for this fucking house. A porno bitch did not pay for this big ass fucking house. But maybe she's supporting it now. Nah, I don't think so. Maybe she's maybe she floating us now. I think that um, they got financial troubles, financial things, whatnot, and uh, she probably been making. Because look, if I didn't know that you had OnlyFans, what else you you not you clearly not paying the bills. Well, she said she mentioned in one of these interviews like she's a singer and singing what, nigga? I don't know what the fuck she's singing. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm not asking you, but like, bitch, singing what? We don't even know what is your name. Do, 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 do. <laughs> What's the name of your clothing line? We don't know. <laughs> she figured. I don't know. Like, <laughs> so she making money from singing? Like, get the fuck out of here, dog. Maybe she, maybe she making a couple dollars. I don't know, dog. Like, so if I didn't know that you, you, you got this OnlyFans account. Maybe I think that you singing this all this money is coming from singing then. Cause come on, bitch. Chill out. Alright. How do you supposed to promote OnlyFans? If they only can from my understanding, I've never paid for one. Never I've seen OnlyFans in that giant leak <laughs> a couple years ago. Yeah. Somebody sent me like a leak of all that shit, but like Go on Twitter and put your pussy on there. What I'm saying is it's not like a it's not like an Instagram where you can go on there and see different people pages like you just got one particular link. Like how you how do people like I don't I didn't know this woman exists. So how do people find you and your you and your only fans if it's not how it's supposed to work? 
You got to put some provocative pictures up there and direct people to your OnlyFans. So, Joe, maybe you ain't been paying attention. Yeah, because you got to promote. Because <laughs> how else would somebody... How else would somebody know to go to your OnlyFans and then tell somebody else? Like, you got to make your shit hot. Yeah. You got to make your shit hot. She said it was just her. It was solo. Does would she... you be mad? I don't know. I guess it would kind of depend on how much money you made off of it. And what is you on there doing? Like, what you showing? If I find out my girl got a, a OnlyFans and she's showing feet, baby girl, get the feet. Let's get this feet money. What you need? You know, I, you know, I take pictures. <laughs> yeah, I like I, I'm not mad at feet pictures, but if you on there getting you fisting yourself till you squirt all over the screen, now I know. Ah. It's, now I know it's a thing that women be doing with their man. They be on that bitch sucking dick, but it be their man. But they don't. Never, the man never show his face. So it's just basically, are you okay with getting your dick sucked on cam without your face being showing and your woman getting paid off of it? So like, you in it, but you not in it. And like, is she cheating on you because she only sucking your dick and having sex with you? You just not, you just, your face just not in the video. You just gotta, you just gotta be comfortable with everything that come along with that. Yeah. Because the internet doesn't die. These clips ain't going away. And when a motherfucker purchase it, it's theirs. So like, you just gotta be comfortable with the, with living with the outcome of that shit. Yeah. And a lot of people can say that they are, but you really not. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. that yeah. But if you can't live with that, then just don't do it. Yeah. Because it doesn't go away. Pandora's box. Yeah. Garden of Eden, nigga. Because nah, no. she's still sucking dick online, whether it's yours or somebody else's. But like when a sex tape leak and it's just you in there getting your dick sucked, you don't feel as bad as the girl <laughs> sucking and getting caught. But it's still your wife and it's still her sex tape being Big leaked. Facts. And she got to, you got to be seen places with her. Y'all going out to Hannah on a Saturday night and you at the table with dick sucking Deshandra. But she was sucking my dick. Dick sucking Deshandra. Yeah. Still. Like you got to live with that. For sure. It's going it, to sting. It's going to sting a little bit less, but it's going to sting. I mean, she probably paid. Man, at this point, if if I mean it's a business, you tell her to shut it down. How much you think she like? All right, you're bringing in seventeen thousand dollars a month. Now business is booming. <laughs> business no, I might, I might, I might need to, I might need to join in so we can. Like, I might need to show my face. Like for 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 real, for real. If Joe was like, all right, fuck it, I'm down. We we on that bitch next month. That next month would be the highest OnlyFans shit that she ever got. They got. I'm not saying that's a good idea Matter of fact I'm saying it's a horrible idea Don't go down The devil's wrath Of pornography With your family When members. people are broke They do Look when niggas Get in a bad financial spot They'll They'll do some strange things That's a fact So But Joe You gotta Just go home bro <laughs> Just go home You got a nice house <laughs> Just go home man It's too late Yeah It's too late uh, Also man uh, there's been There's been another thing I want to talk about We talking People have been talking about it on the internet uh, I, This is real gossipy And it's too gay for me in real life But I think we're not talking about the right things So The City Girls Dropped the album No one listened to it No one bought it the album was double wood It was 6,000 possibly streams or purchases or whatever whatever. So people had a lot of things to say mm -hmm. Academics had some things to say 
Um, and then they friend, the uh, the saucy one, uh, he has something to say. Let me see if I can find it. I can't believe this shit. Um, this is what he had to say. Play with me, bitch. We want to see you out the door. In the streets, in the field, in the streets, in the club. Yeah, somewhere, somewhere. Well, let, 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 let's get it on, bitch. That's what the fuck we want to do, bitch. And after I beat you, I'm going to fuck you on your ass because you a play with me, bitch. We want to see you out the door. In the streets. So... One of they one of their friends, the saucy guy, he says um he wanna fight academics. Academics say, yo, pull up to my headquarters. And he like, headquarters, we wanna fight in the street. You know what I'm saying? You wanna you wanna sit up so I can go to jail. We wanna fight in the streets. As he's saying this with his press on there with his nails and everything did. Very flamboyant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um he was like, and after I beat you up. I'm gonna fuck you in your ass. Um, harsh, harsh. Now I do want to play one other thing because did you? I've n- all right. Here we go. Um, academics was crying after this, and I want you to uh, to kind of hear this. You need to just. And Envy ain't even. Oh, they the, not. The one. Yeah, okay. you disrespectful, Jess. He That's never had nothing. All right, here we go. I'm never trying to get canceled. Say the wrong thing. I know what we got going on. I love it. What? I'm trying not to get canceled. But this does bother me. Everything we've talked about, bro, I've never cared about. I don't care what rapper got at me, bro. Ever. But, like, really, there's certain I've always. I really don't fuck with in my life, and I would never do. But like, I gotta sit here and act like I know I'm in, I'm in, I'm in America. I gotta sit here and just act like I don't fuck with certain. Shit. I would never like it. Hmm. I mean, mm. if somebody told me they're gonna try to. <sighs> All right. So he upset. He's crying. I think it, we're not focusing on the right thing. So a person gets on the internet, threatens to fight and rape another man. And because it's coming from this overtly gay man, it's perfectly fine. Academics, on the other hand, because he has a, a, a giant successful career, he's so frustrated. I can't even fight back because everything I want to say will get me canceled. He said, I'm living in America, so you niggas know what time it is. Right. I can't say nothing against this community. I can't meet that level of aggression because he in a protected community. And I'm so frustrated that I'm literally crying out of frustration. I get it. You ain't supposed to cry the whole nine yards. But the situation is somebody can get on the Internet, threaten to rape somebody, and the motherfucker can't even say nothing back. I'm so fucking frustrated. You're like, yo. We're not talking about that part because this nigga is a part of this protected community who can clearly do whatever the fuck they want to do. I can threaten rape, physical violence and rape because I said your girl album was whack and nobody listened to it. A fact. Nobody listened to that shit, relatively speaking. Right. But you can threaten me with violence and rape. 
and the whole thing is, ah, look what he said. It ain't a fucking joke. If I, as a man, got on there and told a woman, I'm going to beat your ass and I'm going to fucking rape you. I'm going to fuck you in your ass after I'm done. That's a different conversation. That is a... <laughs> it might be police at my fucking door. Yeah. <sighs> or... What if he would have said to 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 the saucy one, "I'm gonna beat your ass and I'm gonna take a broomstick and then I'm gonna rape you with that shit." Now you fuck. That's a fucking hate crime. Now you making terroristic threats because you're in a part of a protected community. You so, can't you can't threaten to do that. So it's DJ Academic. Do you snitch? Do you take that shit to the police? Well, that nigga always said, "Nigga, I will go to the police in no fucking moment." Like, <laughs> like I mean, but in this instance, do you go to the police? Do you stand on you stand on business? I fucking hate that. <laughs> you stand on business. I just think, like, why? Why? Why is this okay? It's not okay. It's not okay. He threatened. He he definitely. No matter how comical or over the top or flamboyant that you say it. Like nigga, to say you gonna, I'm gonna fuck your ass, is like nigga. That's taking this shit somewhere different. Stop playing with me. <laughs> Stop playing with me. Cause like what? And I get academics' frustration to an extent that he can't say anything because <laughs> whatever I say against you, you're gonna be like, oh, you just hate gay people. Oh, you just hate trans men or trans women or whatever the fuck. Like whatever I You're say, homophobic is. And also, I am connected to so many brands. I cannot walk. The best thing to do is to not respond. I'm so frustrated because I'm the guy who always responds. People say shit to me. Like I, I'm not saying that you can't say nothing to me because I talk shit about people all the time. Yeah, but I'm so frustrated in a society where is. I should be able to, to say something, but I can't because y'all will take everything that I work for. But then, but in some, I don't want to, I feel like in some regards he brings this type of shit on themselves, but then that's victim blaming. Like if, I can talk about an album that flopped. They was on a breakfast club and Charlamagne asked him that. And they was like, you know what? I mean, shout out to the six, the six to seven thousand people who bought the album and this and that. Like, you the city girls. I know niggas in my actual life who done sold six thousand records. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas in Detroit do that with every release. You know, like I know them. I mean, you. I thought you was the number one podcast in the. Carisha, please. Two, you know what I'm saying? That don't. That don't. That shows you how much of a joke that shit really is. Or does it show how many times the streaming farm ran the first album up? I say it all the time. The only thing that lives forever is the music. And, and this shit ain't living forever. This music is done. And I don't care what streaming did to the first City Girls album. How how often you hear that shit? When that when that first when that shit first came, real ass bitch give like when that shit first hit, like you heard that shit everywhere. We look up two years later, you don't hear that shit nowhere. They older now. Like that ratchet shit play the fuck out. You can't play the ratchet role for too long because the people who was laughing and kicking you, they got kids now. That ratchet shit got them pregnant and now they <laughs> they in the workforce. It's new, it's new ratchets born every day. Yeah. It's, it's new hood rat hoes born every day. Yeah, but when you made your living off of that particular type of music once you age out of the demographic of the music then what you got left nothing carisha please 
and Carisha Please is not that good. That shit got ten episodes it's total. Not, it's not good. Two years, two best podcast award, ten episodes total. That's fucking crazy. If I'm hating, I'm hating. It is what it is. Look, man, you suck the right dick in life, and sometimes shit gets a little bit better for you. The end. I, I think it's it's a it's a fucking travesty that this young man can make a mockery of women, um, dressing up to be one, and uh, and get to threaten physical violence and rape, and it's a joke. Does Santana identify as a woman? No. All right, bro. Catch me on these streets. I'm going to beat your ass. The end. That's that's my retort. Ke- bro, catch me in the streets. I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. And once I beat the fuck out of you, I'm going to go down for a hate crime. Because he is gay. So after I beat the fuck out you, I'm going to go down for a hate crime. It's a lose-lose situation. How do I win this situation? I can't talk shit back to you to be disrespectful, Right? I can't physically beat your ass. I just feel like as a man, I got to say something. I got to say something. And once I didn't start touching real money, that shit could end it all. I got to say something. Only Chappelle can beat this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Only Chappelle can beat this shit. Yeah. But Dave, he's uncancelable. You can't cancel Dave Chappelle. Cause he don't get no fuck. He not attached to no corporate sponsorships. Like he lit- he legit just does. He Dave Chappelle has freedom, and that's what a lot of the- and that's what a lot of these niggas don't have. Dave got freedom. When you are attached, like you said, to corporate sponsorships, you attach. You got ten million viewers on Twitch. You got ten million on your YouTube chat. Like you're dependent on those things in order for your livelihood. So you gotta you gotta you gotta play nice. You gotta step and fetch. You gotta do a little soft shoot for Massa. You got to. Shit weak as fuck though. But as a man, I tell that nigga, you gonna have to see me, bro. You gonna have to see me. And I'm gonna beat the fuck out of you. Beat the fuck out of you. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think this shit funny. Everybody laughing and retweeting and kicking and shit. Y'all act like this not real life, dog. Y'all, y'all really act like this not real life. And just how like rappers have like rappers have maniac. Some rappers have maniacal fans that will do things. I think the city girls have a certain following, and no, they don't. Clearly, well, you won't even listen to their because fo- like buys their music. Well, the buys are. The streams equal buys now, so they wasn't even listening to it. So, like, once you stream it twelve hundred times, that's one album buy. Did they have a single? I didn't hear it. No video. Like, I don't know what they did to kind of like put. I saw the name of the album, like "Real Ass Whores" or something like that. Really? The album is called "Raw Real Ass Whores." Yo, get the fuck out of here, though. I'm serious. Oh my god. <laughs> And normally, and I know it's kind of like the antiquated way, but like you still need like something to push to get people to interested in buying the album. And I just don't think that they had. I I can't think of a recent City Girls release or anything that would uh, point me in the direction to purchase the new City Girls album. 
Yo, this shit is fucking crazy, dog. Besides the podcast, and I mean, they've been on the they've been on the radio rounds. You know, they've been on the Breakfast Club, shit like that. But City Girls and Kim Pateras, flashy. That's a video that dropped. I have no idea who that second person you just named. I don't know either. Uh, City Girls, I need a thug that dropped four months ago. You need a thug. That's the name of the single, dog. Oh, they had, well, no, Act Up was four years ago. Fuck. All right. Well, <laughs> good luck, ladies. Yeah. Um, now, like y'all, the, the who, uh, I'll put it like this. This week in culture did more spins last month <laughs> than the City Girls did. And that's a fact. Yeah, y'all ain't even had to talk about your pussies. Oh, we just talk about y'all's. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, you got music pick this week. Yeah, man, I sent you my music pick of the week. It's from the homie D-Rick. We talked about the single last week. Song is called Justice off the soundtrack, Justice. D-Rick and Boldy James, two hard verses. Yeah, I was here when we recorded this shit. You feel me? Yeah. Nigga gone with all that talking We them dogs who do no barking Just attacking Me Bo Jackson We want action Be no asking We just tell them Plug on Mellow Fiend ain't Sarah She gon' sell them How my fate Cause I'm a felon Play I pop your cerebellum Pretty not the ones That set them off Ain't shit hard as Fetty Raw Seen some shit you never saw Me Ken and Nunky off McGraw Tell them junkies off the jaw Fastest gun up off the draw Skirt off for they call the law Ray Gibson called I caught you soft Drop the ball You cause the loss You are the boss It's all your fault Protect the vault I was taught, cut down the tree, then tossed the salt Thank you, sweet, we brought the salt Out your mind, the fuck you thought No, I'm Detroit for my talk This the line, who trying to cross? Diamond shine inside the cross Get you charged, sidewalk Sheet all on your body Really, we just want to party I ain't trying to hurt nobody But that bitch be on my hip And I ain't going for no robbery We gon' shoot out in the lobby, nigga Paper my scenes and all them niggas That my blender shredded all my ops catching headshots, these niggas tender headed. Brick a kill, bill, glass slippers full of Spinderella. Real deal dealer giving deals, but I don't deal in credit. Empathetic, nobody was present when a nigga needed. Half a ticket, stash it in the feathers. On my temper pity, pillow top. Glad Weezy wasn't in the whip with Jess. Remember we was running from the hook when Loso flipped the truck. Christmas came early last year, I'm going for the gusto. Looked at my son, told him don't thank me, throw my, my custos. Been doing this since two for 60, smoking Waverly's. No matter what it was, you know your secret safe with me. Totaled out my S550, dropped the 5A. Platinum Prezi with the whiny face, look like a crybaby. Smacking foreigns, roll up blue. Slapping coins on the view. Black for one, bro, on two. Black and orange, 442. D Rick, where we at? Man. I feel like Rick and Boldy just make good music together. Man. Man, wait till I hear the rest of this fucking, uh. Wait till the fuck you hear the rest of this, um. The soundtrack? Soundtrack. Fucking I'm looking crazy. forward to the soundtrack and the movie. Yeah, I can't wait, man. And the movie. That's all I got, man. Oh, yeah. Whose um, man's is this? Whose man's is this? <laughs> Donald Trump, dog. <laughs> oh, this nigga's funny. Like, did you see the, the little bit he did? Uh, Joe talk Biden about not Joe being Biden. able to find his way off the stage? <laughs> Which way did he go? Which way did he go? Oh, like I get it. Like I like I, I do. I'm not I'm not voting for Donald Trump. 
You feel me? I don't think some people think like I'm a Republican in the whole nine yards. I'm not voting for Donald Trump. All right. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But this shit is funny and it's true. Like, oh, oh I, I'll see if I can find this fucking video. I was a couple of days ago. I probably don't got it in my, um, uh, man, that shit fucking funny, dog. That's how that nigga really be, dog. And every day we, Edge closer and closer to World War Three, and that nigga just be getting us into all type of shit. But that's the Biden. Yo, whose man is Donald Why Trump? I want this nigga call a ceasefire. Cause we, did you see where? I forget it was the prime minister of one of those nations. One of those nations is like you know, if the U.S. does not do something, we will be forced to do something. Like we are not invincible. But the the, the 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 plan is to to create World War Three, like this, like the 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 war got to get so bad, um, the the bombs got to get dropped and everybody got to get involved so bad. It was like, listen, man, we just want peace, right? Everybody wants peace, and the best way that we can come to peace is like, let's just get the, all the government people together, man. Let's create like one government, right? One government to keep everybody on the same accord. We're going to do this shit with peace. And then once we do that, we got a one world government. We got a whole, <laughs> like, it's just, it is what it is. I don't like that plot. It's, it's, it, it is what it is, man. Every time we go through a war, we itch, we edge closer and closer and closer. Um, All the political leaders are puppets. There are people who, who, who run this shit, who control this shit. And that's what we edge into. These people are way too smart and way too intelligent for these things to happen like this happenstance. And like, oh, I, th I thought the negotiation just turned to. No, man. These people know what they're doing. They know how to maneuver and push different places, different people, different places. It is what it is. Um, also, the nigga from Maine who did the shooting. You can't convince me he unalived himself inside of a dumpster. You can't convince me that he shot at four different locations in one evening. Oh, I, I'm I can be convinced of that because he went to all gun free zones. <laughs> you 90, 93 or ninety four percent of all the mass shootings happen in a gun free zone. People who go shoot up places don't want people to shoot back at them. So I go specifically the damn bowling alley, big ass sign on the door that says "Don't bring your guns in here." We want this to remain like a family. And once the the business says you can't bring him in there. When I bring him in there, now I'm, now I'm, I'm breaking the law, right? So 94% of all of these shootings have happened in a gun-free zone because people who want to, to, to cause terror do not want people to shoot back at them. It's just the, I mean, number, it makes the, sense. the number is the number. You feel me? 94% of this gun-free zones. I didn't know that. I'm not saying make everything a gun zone, but what I'm saying is if people are targeting targeting the places where I know ain't nobody shooting back at me for quite some time, what you supposed to do? We know when somebody goes shoot up in the school, they not about to respond quick. They gonna get there, then they gonna huddle up and try to figure out do we get do, do we do we call it? like what you supposed to do? It's an it's a gentleman. Who lost his life? He was in the he was in the bowling alley. He grabbed a knife and tried to take the gunman down. I bet you he wish he would have had a gun. He quite literally brought a knife to a gunfight. Yeah, died a hero. I'm trying to get to the man so he stopped the shooting. 
But if I also had a gun and I'm, you know, in lane nine and I got to clear. The dude, the main shooting, when he walked into the gun, when he walked into um, the bowling alley, as soon as he tried to shoot, his gun jammed. The very, the first shot he tried to make, his gun jammed. He had a clear malfunction. If somebody was in that motherfucker with a gun, could have popped his dumb ass. Yeah. That's a money mark. That's a Monday morning cornerback point of view, but it's a gun free zone, my nigga. I know ain't nobody gonna shoot back at me. And this is in Maine. I don't even know that you gotta have a permit to carry. Like Maine is really like free with the shit. Yeah. But you said don't bring no gun up in here, <laughs> and we are all law law abiding citizens. Like citizens follow rules. Most people, yeah, most people follow the rules. Yeah, they say, "Yo, don't do this. We're not gonna do it. Don't bring it here. We're not gonna like." And that's it. Yeah, that's it. I don't know, man. Damn shame. It is quite a damn shame. Um, we was gonna have a guest, man. They never, they ain't hit me back. I gave them my personal number and shit. You know, they reached out to us. You feel me? Uh, and see I, you at the top. Yeah. Well, his, his his team reached out to us. I wanted to talk. I wanted to kick it with the brother, but. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, shout out to Maurice Claret. You watched it. You watch. You be watching Cam and Mace. I love Cam and Mace. Uh, before we wrap this up, uh, Maurice Claret be on the show. He did college football analyst. Right. OJ be on there. He did. He sh- He shared some light on something that I never. I didn't. I didn't even. Never crossed my mind. So you know this little Michigan scandal with the nigga who been going around sign stealing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He was like, what's your, they asked him, like, what's your thoughts on that? And he was like, honestly, I think that nigga's a fanatic, um, ex-military guy, and they do, they always think they on the next mission or some shit. This nigga had like a, uh, a 40-page documents explaining how he's going to become the, the next U of M coach. <laughs> like, nigga, you are, you are not going to be the coach of University of Michigan, my G. It just doesn't work like it, that. It, it don't work like that. Um, also, I thought of this from the beginning. This is Maurice Claret, Claret. Ohio State's. I have every reason to shit on the University of Michigan. Right. He was like, nah, I do not think that Jim Harbaugh paid this man. I think this is a fanatic. You can see based off a whole bunch of stuff who is sharing information he thinks is going to help. And none of that information is, I cannot garner anything that he would have possibly bring that we don't already have on tape. I have tape of all the games from the from the the press box. It's hundreds of hours of tape. Like, and I have, and these places have. He like, if you know anything about college football, there is a robust scouting team. There is nothing he can garner. But he said this: Jim Harbaugh has approached the NCAA um, on behalf of the players. He said they should get some of the TV money. And they should do a bigger revenue split. And he said this is an NCAA thing saying that. To smoke harbor all out? Yeah. We don't want nobody here trying to get, get these kids no fucking money. They want, he want, he think that he's a player advocate. So when something comes out, oh, hell yeah, I'll let y'all use that shit. He just served a, a weak ass suspension in the beginning of the year. Yeah. And like, all my friends went to Michigan State. I don't have a reason. To just jump out like I'm, I don't hate you of University of Michigan. If you grew, my bad. If you grew yeah. up in the uh, city of Detroit, nigga, that was your 
third <laughs> professional team. You yeah. feel me? But like, it just made a lot of sense, and I had never heard it broke down that way, and I didn't know that. Harbaugh was an advocate for players like that, and he's already went there. He's like, no, we'd rather have the the, the, the Nick Sabins and the, the whoever the other other guy like, because they don't believe that y'all should get all this fucking money, and they don't. The Harbaugh is not liked by the NCAA. It just is what it is. I can see that. Get him up out like, of there. Hmm, interesting. He's like, nigga, what could he possibly get from the sidelines? This fool out here and fucking. Glasses and a hat and glasses And like what can you possibly get The signs Nigga I got the signs on tape What that's gonna do for me Like I got the I So And they said that That was a, a rule they put in 30 years ago Because Everybody can't afford Every college can't afford To send somebody out to different games And blah 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 But 30 years ago All the games wasn't recorded and taped Now everything is on tape I If I wanna see what sign you did And then look at what play you run I don't got to fucking send nobody out there to do that shit. Yeah, the plays are on tape. People watch film. Like, <laughs> players watch film. Coaches watch film. Nigga, I played in high school. I remember niggas watching film. It's just part, it's just part of the culture of yeah. football. I don't got a dog in a race because I don't give a fuck about college football like that. Uh, but it was an interesting perspective that I had never heard. And I'm like, hmm. It, it, it rang It rang a little well, Another nigga that the NCAA Kind of ostracized And yeah. got the fuck up out of there Now so. they getting paid When he got paid He got kicked out It's a dirty game It's your man 42 42 42 42 Dame Dame 3 underscores 313 On everything that matters Look I made it back onto Twitter Because I listened to Jason Johnson Oh shit I made it back onto Twitter My name on Twitter is Wild Dame 313 I am on my best behavior Okay I'm on my best behavior Let's just keep keep Let's keep the gloves up uh, Other than that You know where to find me On the socials I appreciate everybody That reached out Showed me love I love y'all back uh, Keep praying for the shot We got another big meeting Coming up this week And uh, yeah man Big things coming Big things coming Yo man Shout out to y'all 394 weeks in a row Messing with the gods Pie guys We started it you know, we gonna end it. We gonna finish it. Shout out to my homeboy, man, Pharaoh. Pharaoh's a good guy, dog. He is. Mu today with a with a with a grant opportunity. You know what I'm saying? So he was. A, I was the first person he thought about. You said a grant? A grand opportunity. Oh, okay. And um, it's fucking amazing. Things is it's about to get lit for me. You feel me? And um, in other aspects, without just podcasting, that's a good fucking look. I appreciate my brother. Um, and just the love that that goddamn stove been getting, man. That yeah, shit is man. amazing, man. It's beautiful. Neighborhood grocery, man. I'm off this week, so I'm gonna pull up a couple days. You feel me? Give me some food. Just, just chill. You feel me? I thought it. I think it's dope. Shout out to y'all, man, who just been supporting us for so long, man. It's not an easy thing to do uh, to to come out here and, and, and perform damn near 400 times in a row on command. Make me laugh, nigga. Keep me entertained. It is what it is We still do it man When you see that blue and the black You know where you at Shop Talk Podcast Studio Book some time I'm not saying we the Rockefeller Podcast But We are Jan Dame Hell yeah 42, 42, 42, 42, 42